What's going on? What's going on? It's your boy Ace Metaphor, and this is the Ace of Hearts podcast coming at you one time for the one time. Now, I do understand that it's a Saturday morning and it's early. You know, it's really, really early on a Saturday morning. But uh, I had a few a uh, few moments um, to myself, so I wanted to try to keep my commitment of doing this as much as I can. So what we're gonna do is I want I want to say this: if you are on Instagram and you want to ask me a question live, what I need you to do is you can go to the link in my bio. And you can ask me a question live. I see Christian. I see you over there. Um, I see you. I see you up there. Yeah, I see you. Um, I'll get to you in a second. So what I'm going to do is since people acting like, you know, they slow to come in. What I'm going to do is I'm going to um, I'm going to take a question from Instagram just to get things started. Um, <laughs> all right. This is the question. The question is, my husband had an affair and now he wants to work on things. What should I do? Listen, it is difficult. This is a difficult decision. Now, before I get full, uh, go forward with my advice, I want to tell you this. As a grown adult woman that married a grown adult man, you have to understand that um, there is work that's going to have to be done inside the relationship. Now, unfortunately, and this is the part that I want everybody to take home. Unfortunately, a lot of people want to do the work after they commit a poor decision that's hurtful to you and the family. Um, it's amazing how that person wants to work afterwards, but not want to work before. You know what I'm saying? How do you want to work afterwards on these things, but before you didn't want to do the work in order to avoid these things? So let me repeat this for the uh, for the people in the back. There are people in your life that always want to do the work after. Those people are easy to find. It's easy to find a man that wants to make a mistake and do the work after. Find a man that wants to do the work before to avoid the mistake. That's the man you need to find. But seems like you're past that. Okay? It seems like you're past that. So what I need you to do is understand this. Life isn't always a walk in the park. If the benefits of staying outweighs the benefits of leaving, then that's a tough decision you're going to have to make, um, especially when people are married. I hate being the leave police when people are married. However, is there certain things that you probably can't tolerate? And if cheating and having an affair is one of those things, even biblically speaking, the Bible talks about the grounds for divorces. Adultery is a grounds for a divorce. So in your head, you got to be like, is this something I can tolerate or move past or heal from? Do I feel like the likelihood of this man changing his course is great or not? And then you have to say to yourself, you know, am I willing to do the work either way? Are you willing to do the work on your marriage or are you willing to do the work to leave, heal and find a new husband? Both avenues take work. So I know you want to hear me say, leave his ass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, you know, that is my go-to advice uh, for a lot of situations. But when you are married, there's a certain level of commitment. There's a certain level of last resortness. However, what I want to remind you is um, that that person knew that before they cheated on you. You know what I'm saying? That person really knew that there was a possibility you could find out and you can leave and they did it anyway. So um, what should you do? It's up to you. You know, it, it really is up to you. 
Um, I'm gonna give you my final synopsis. And and Nancy, Nancy, uh, Nancy, I see you on there. Nancy, you you want to talk to me in a second? You ready? All right, I'm hold on. Give me two seconds. I'm about to get to you in a second. Okay. I just wanted to check and make sure you was good. All right. So look, here's my synopsis in these particular situations. <laughs> my synopsis is a hey, listen. It is difficult. It is difficult when you have infidelity inside of a marriage and no one can truly tell you what you should do because ultimately it was your decision and that person's decision to enter. And so you have to be the sole decider as to whether or not you want to leave. Okay. Things to chew on is again, people will always want you to work on things after the poor decision but they don't want to work on things before to prevent it and that is the issue so if you are in this this stage of splitting hairs to make a decision just get a piece of paper and write down the pros and the cons of staying and i'll be honest with you people act like your relationship was all the way great before the cheating happens to be honest shit was probably shitty before i mean let's be for real the relationship was probably shitty before the cheating the cheating is like the icing on the cake. You know what I'm saying? It's like a, it's like the, you know, it's the, and that's what y'all need to really understand. Like, I can see if the relationship was, I'm not going to say perfect, but damn near perfect, great, functional, healthy, otherwise good, great father, great man, great husband, uh, visionary, leader, provider. Uh, emotionally, spiritually, financially, physically, sexually was good and shit. And this man had an affair. Then it'd be a tough ass decision. You'd be sitting there like, what should I do? But but y'all don't be y'all don't be getting cheated on by them type of men. I mean, you you still do. I mean, people cheat, but most often it'd be men you tired of anyway. That's halfway trifling anyway. And that's why I feel like it should be an easier decision than most make it. All right. Nancy, you ready for me? All right. Let me ask you real quick. Can you hear me? I can. I can. Okay. Wonderful. So um, my question would be more towards the ending of the relationship. Um I found myself in a, uh, well, I found myself, I was married for 10 years and now I'm divorcing. Um, throughout my marriage, though, I was more so alone. Okay. Yeah. Like uh, we were only together really for like the first two years and then we were separated for the remainder. So I'm running into contact with people that, of course, I'm working on myself, self care. Um, and I'm prioritizing myself in my relationship with my children. But I'm finding that, you know, if I do decide that I want to date, I'm okay with it. Like, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm finding that I'm running into people who um, are dictating my level of, how you say, spiritual health or I, I don't know how to, wholeness, they call it. It's, like, it's, I'm not. Okay, so. Basically, people are saying to me, oh, well, you know, that was a long time. You're not healed. You're not whole. Um, you know, you need more time before you can decide to get out there and meet new people and talk to anyone. And I disagree with that. So I guess I wanted to know your thoughts on 
a person's level of wholeness. Um, What type of people are saying that to you? What like like what people are saying those things to you? These are people who are supposed to be like friends. Okay. Do do you trust these friends and their judgment? Usually. (laughs) Usually. But But lately. Huh? And it's been multiple people to tell you the same thing. Uh well, yeah, I would say one or two. Just like one or two. Um, I have other friends that are for it, you know, because they know the situation. But the main people that I, I think I had the most respect for, mm-hmm. um, it just it just didn't sit right with me. You know what I mean? But you know, I don't know, I don't know what this. you think about this. it. Let me say this, mm-hmm. okay. A couple of different things. Um, you know, I love you, so I'm gonna challenge you a little bit. Um, but you're still married. Correct. Yeah, technically, yes. <laughs> what's a te- technically? It's what's a technically for? You're still married, correct? Yes, I am. So, if a shrewd person says this is not a time for you to be actively trying to date, you would feel like that they were wrong. No, it's it's not it's not now. Like right now, this is not um, currently. Like I said, I'm focusing on myself. But it's like after my divorce, you know, because I've we have conversations like, oh, you know, well, once it finalizes, honey, you know. But, but uh, we can't. We, th- 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 that's hypotheticalizing. Okay, that's that's potentializing. We're talking about right now. Um, and I, you got to echo, so I'm gonna mute you real quick. You're hypotheticalizing. You it, it, here's the thing. We're talking about right now. Right, your, your premise is saying you have certain people that you value their opinion, that you trust, and they're saying, "Hey, listen, you need to heal first. You need to become whole first. And you said it's rubbing you the wrong way. And what I am saying is, these people are speaking to your current situation. Currently, you are still married, and I know for you. You're like, okay, well, I mean, I, I get it. I, I am married, but it's been this, it's been that, it's been so long. I'm getting a divorce, yada, yada, yada. But here's the difference. And let me explain it to you like this. I used to be a nurse. I was a nurse for like nine years. That's that's what I did. I, I passed pills and started IVs and stuff. And what I would tell people when they had an infection is the doctors prescribed you 14 days of antibiotic therapy. In five days, you're going to feel better. But I need you to take the rest of the nine days. And you know what people do? They feel better in five days and they don't take the rest of their antibiotic therapy. And guess what happened? They get sick again. My point to you right now is right now you feel fine, but you're not taking the full prescription. The full prescription is, and I'm a, a ladies and men going to be mad at me. The full prescription is don't really consider dating until your divorce is final. It causes so many different headaches and you're starting a relationship on faulty foundation. All right. You're starting it there. Now I'm about to, I'm about to get to you. Go, Go ahead. Would you, hold on. Let me finish this point. It's on faulty foundation. Now I get what you're saying. You're like, but I don't even talk to this man. I don't even think about this. But do you would do you truly want to start something 
before completely closing the door on something else. And I know in your specific situation, you're going to reason how it's different. But too many times, ghosts from the relationship's past haunt our present one because we refuse to shut and lock the door to our past before moving forward completely. Even if you leave a crack open, that gives the potential of those previous demons coming to infect your uh, your next relationship. So if someone is saying, hey, I don't think you're ready yet and you value them and just me just hearing you talk for 30 seconds, the marriage part is hard for me to get past. So uh, go ahead. What's up? <laughs> That's what I mean. That I am a firm believer in that because despite and like my marriage, my divorce finalizes within a few weeks. You understand what I'm saying? And I've held that mindset of as long as I'm married to this person, I'm still tied to them. The problem mm -hmm. comes in after. This is where it's bothering me because I'm talking about after my divorce finalizing me deciding, you know what? I was alone for seven years. I think, you know, I'm ready to just flourish. And they're like, oh, you need to take like a year or two and just be by yourself. And that's what I want to know, like, who gets to decide the length of time that you need to be healed for after that process is over? Um, okay, a couple of things. Um, it's, it's hard. It's hard. Like, finish the race. <laughs> finish the race. Finish this task. Right now, you look at you, you, you looking you looking past the rest of the race. Like, you know, what I'm saying like get your divorce you know what i'm saying then then see how you feel then but you ain't got it yet so i know you like oh it's coming it's three weeks away i'm just trying to look ahead finish this particular race okay and then see how it affects you afterwards because right now you hypotheticalizing you're like i'm about to be living my best life mm -mm -mm. but it might hit you a little bit differently so i'm just saying be patient if it's a few weeks away then just don't be thinking about no dating and stuff right now. Just just focus completely on that. But you're correct. And I'm going to be honest with you. Um, no one likes being told what to do. You know what I'm saying? When it doesn't align with what they want to do. Um, is it a general th thumb best practice to take some time for yourself after a divorce? Yes. Yes. So if someone is telling you that, it doesn't mean that they're not, you know, that they're anti-Nancy or anti-you. It's just that just seems like really shrewd advice. Now, let me ask you this. Um, if you don't mind, um, you, you said you were married to this person for 10 years, correct? OK. And you guys you guys have been non-communicating for how long? Hold on, let me unmute you. I can't hear you. I think you gotta unmute yourself. Okay, hold on. Okay. Um, we communicate because we have a child, but romantically, um, for like two years now. So that's when like you know, the physical stop. Okay, all right. And you uh you still been kind of you have you been kicking it other places no. since? Okay. Uh, hold on. Let me. Hey, oh, you need hey, me to mute. Okay. 
no, 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 no. Oh, nah, okay. So, so you've been straight for two years. Like you ain't, you ain't, you ain't smell no other roses. You know what? You ain't got to say that shit because we on YouTube. So don't listen. Just blink, blink. See, there you go. You blinked. I, I know what's up. I know I was playing with you. So <laughs> she said, okay. So here's <laughs> all right. So here's my general advice. Um, and then I'm gonna let you go. I do understand where you're coming from, and I do understand how it can be difficult um, to want to do something, but then the people around you, um, they they disagree with the, the movements you're going to make. Because ultimately, if we value people and their opinions, we want them to be on our side with things we really want to do. Um, however, this is the part where you when you have when you surround yourself with competent, wise people, you have to trust their counsel and because they become almost your reflection if these are true friends to you the ones you value the most and i must admit these probably are the ones you value the most because you said you got other people like girl go for it girl go for it but these one or two people or three people those words are sticking with you because you value them and maybe subconsciously you might feel like there's some merit to it so here's what i'm saying it's your life do what you want to do with it and ultimately, people give you their input, but they're not going to lose sleep if you go decide to date somebody. They're just saying, OK, I feel like you've been in a marriage for 10, 10 years. How about you give yourself 10 months of singleness, like really being single? You are saying, well, we've been separated, so that counts as me to being single. No, you ain't been single in 10 years. So maybe being single for 10 months isn't the worst decision. But the fact that you are taking it so heavy means that there's more of an internal conflict about this issue than I think you are admitting. Um, because ultimately, I'm going to be honest with you. Somebody tell, if I get advice with somebody, I'm either going to take it or not. You know? But I'm not going to get, you know, I'm not going to let it weigh on me. You know what I'm saying? And so maybe the reason it's weighing on you is because maybe deep in your heart, you feel like there's some shreds of truth there. And only you can answer that. Um, I hope regardless what you do, it's successful. Um, if you were to ask me what you didn't specifically, but I'm going to give you this, um, my my advice would be ch to chill out, you know, to chill out. Um, because a lot of times we don't see the hurt that we actually going through. Like uh, you may feel fine on the surface. But somewhere inside you, there might be a void or some hurt. And I'm not sure. And I'm not, that's what I'm saying. I'm not sure. But this is the point I'm saying. I'm saying is when you take some time being single outside of the marriage on the other side of divorce, you verify that you're healthy. You know, you verify it. Right now, it's all speculation. Because you ain't been single and you still married. <laughs> and as a person that will want to date you, I'm gonna be honest with you. You know, you're gonna cut your you're gonna cut your dating pool by a lot. Because if you're expecting to get a shrewd, confident man um, that is ambitious, that is um knowledgeable, wise, that's a great leader, um, that is stable, yada yada, yada, that type of man probably does not want to date a woman that was divorced two weeks ago there's a certain level of man that you fucking with at that point and i'm be honest with you i mean nancy you gotta feel me there's a there's a certain level of guy that would be cool with that 
but not most men like ah shit. you get about 10 months distance a year distance from that because here's the thing you may know you healed but when we go on our first date and I, our second date and we ask about relationships and you talk about yeah i was just married for 10 years and yeah i got divorced a month ago that's not gonna it's not that boy that's not gonna fly good nancy nancy unmute yourself you think that's gonna work Let's practice. Uh, no, not not at all. <laughs> okay, let's let's practice. Okay, so you invite me on a date. All right, let's practice. All right. All right. So tell me about yourself. What you been doing the last five six years? I've been married with two children. <laughs> oh. Okay, you've been married for two. Oh. Mm. How long you guys been divorced? Uh, just a few weeks. Feeling great about oh. it. <laughs> oh, just a few. Oh shit! I think I got a call coming in. Hold on. <laughs> what? Oh no! <laughs> shit! Hold on. I'm gonna be on my way. Nancy, I'm sorry. I gotta. Nancy, you know I'm making sense here. So mm -hmm. I, hope, I hope you make a better decision here. Okay. Um mm -hmm. and. It's specifically now, if you just want to go have some fun, that's different. But when you're talking about seriously dating, even if you were truly healed, I mean, just being honest, even if you were truly healed, um, there's just no way you can get the type of man you actually want if you if there's no distance between your divorce. I mean, again, there, <laughs> let me say this, Nancy. There's a low bar for certain men, so certain men as long as you got a heartbeat in uh, other things they gonna give you some attention but for the caliber of man you probably want you know it's probably gonna have to be some distance regardless of how you feel about your healing so i appreciate you calling in and i hope it work out all right sis all right all right so who else we got we got christian Okay, so you you up next. So give me give me two seconds. I'm I'm gonna get you up next. Um, but yeah, people, people, hey, y'all remind me when it get close to ten o'clock. I gotta I gotta get off of here because uh some shoes that I want is dropping on sneakers, the sneakers account. Um, and I'm trying to get them. I gotta enter this draw. Matter of fact, I'm my alarm gonna go off, so I'm not gonna forget. Um, yeah, I gotta get these sneakers. Yeah, get these these sneakers. I want these sneakers. I'm not playing around with these sneakers. Um, Instagram, if you guys want to go uh, live with me, just go to the link in my bio. Go to the link in my bio. Hit um hit hit the um, hit the button that talks about it, and I got you. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna get Christian real quick, and then I'm gonna get Miss Wright. I see Miss Wright just jumped on here. So just you on deck, Miss Wright. Christian, what's up talking? Hey. Uh, it's nice to see no, you again. It's nice um, to see you again. I've seen you a few times in my life, I feel. Yeah, a couple. So, um, I'm kind of dreading tomorrow. Um, I just recently had a baby. She's oh. four months old. And um, it was a really hard pregnancy. My question is, how long will it take for me to actually heal from our biggest loss? My grandmother passed away the day after New Year's. 
And then that following week, I end up going into labor. Oh, man. Well, let me say this to you. I'm going to mute you real quick. All right. Or unmute yourself. Unmute yourself. And then when you're ready to talk, unmute yourself. So, look, let me say this to you. It's always difficult. It's always difficult to have loss. And the one thing you asked is you said, how long? Or, and sometimes it's, you can't quantify what the healing process will be for you because losses, some of them deserve to be mourned, deserve to be remembered. And there is a certain level of, of, of weight that you will carry. And in some cases for the rest of your life now, especially when you lose people to death, because you're now talking about, you know, this is a pain that it can't be equated to, you know, breaking up with somebody. But let me tell you this. Even though the weight of that 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 loss will will some some of it will be for with us for the rest of our life, we get stronger. We get able to carry it. Then we reinterpret that weight as not a burden, but as a as a as almost like a a fond memory. Um, so what I'm trying to tell you is if if you lost somebody in the beginning of the year. Right now we're in May. Don't beat yourself up because you're still mourning that because certain people deserve. They've had such an impact on our lives that that we will feel their absence for a while. But the goal when you talk about healing is not forgetting. But it is now putting that loss in the proper perspective It is now saying, how can I go from it being a grievous a moment in my life to celebrating the time that I share with that person, celebrating the lessons and, and, and the memories that we do have. How can I not be sad when I think about this person, even though it will be moments no matter how far away you get from it. But how can I now go to when I think about them, I have happy memories. One of the things I will say, and I'm I'm gonna um, bounce it back to you just to ask a follow up question. One thing I will say is this: um, deaths are so hard because a lot of times they're sudden, and we feel like there's things left unsaid, or chapters that we didn't close, or more moments that we were supposed to live. But I'll tell you this, man: um, we often think about the things we didn't get a chance to do with that person more than the, the 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 things we actually had a chance to do with them the moments we did have to share so my advice to you is don't worry how long it's going to take to quote unquote heal from this moment my advice with you would be how can you think about the good times and and let that inspire you to be happy i'll say this you know i even think about myself um, I've, you know, I know I'm not immortal, <laughs> you know, tomorrow could be my day. And if tomorrow was my day, I ain't gonna lie. I do want some people crying over me. Y'all better, y'all cry at my funeral. I don't care what nobody say. All y'all, y'all better be at y'all crib crying about Ace Man for at least for a day. I want people come to my funeral acting a fool. I want you to do all that for at least one day. Get seven days at the most. But after that, man, I don't want you to be sad when you think about me. 
You know what I'm saying? Because ultimately, I've lived a really great life up until this point. Now, I want to continue to live, but shoot, I've lived a really great life. And um, I want other people to live their best life as well. And um, we all got, it's almost like you just got to pick up the baton for the people you care about and continue running the race for them and for yourself. So, you know, I know you wouldn't want somebody to be forever sad either. And I know your grandma, I think that's who you said, she wouldn't want you guys to be sad for her and 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 immobilized for her. So, you know, get your crying out if you got to do it. You know, don't feel pressured to quickly get over it because that person meant a lot to you. But what I will say is at some point when you're ready, those memories will not inspire pain, but it'll inspire happiness and smiles. So it's been, it's fresh. So give yourself some time. All right. All right. Now, hold on. No, all take, take the baby. I said hi. Say hi, Titi. Hi. <laughs> right, it, was good. it was good talking to you. Man, that's, yeah. We all been there. Um, Miss Wright, talk to me. Hi. Hey, what's How's up? First of all, Hold I on, Ms. definitely Wright. cry at your funeral. Just wanted to say that. Yeah, just at least give me give me some. You know I what I'm saying? I'll, give cry me all some. The way from, I'll cry all the way from Liverpool, definitely, 100%. <laughs> right. So what's up? What's your question? Um, I'm a bit rusty with this um, whole dating thing. I've been single for quite a while, but I, 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 I'm trying to grow patience. But what do you do in a uh -huh. situation where you're seeing mixed signals? Because I'm about to throw in the towel and just call it a day. Okay, how long you been talking to this person? Um, beginning of the year, so February. So February, February first or February twenty eighth is it closer 19th, to the beginning? If you want the exact date. So let's round it up. March. Okay. You've been talking to this guy since March. Okay, okay March, April, and we in the beginning of May. So you've been talking two months. Mm-hmm. And. You're saying you're getting mixed signals, which means this person isn't consistent, right? Well, that's the thing. He's consistent every day. We speak every day, but it's just that, you know, when like someone speaks and then the actions so, don't add up. So hold on, hold on. So talking every day mm. is your level of what you define consistency to be? There's worse. So is that the bar? That's the bar we going to. Just that talk to me basic, every day. Basic okay, the I'm just saying, is that the bar? Because you <laughs> is that the bar? Cons Boo, let me let me explain something. Consistency is woven throughout people's character. Mm -hmm. You're consistent from the things you say and the things you do in which you project, you represent. You're consistent in the treatment of me, and it all falls in line with what I believe is your character. Consistency isn't one particular behavior, because think about it. Somebody can be consistent at treating you like shit. So we gotta be, we gotta define the level of consistency that we're talking about. And when you're dating, you wanna make sure that their actions align with what they say they are. And that's the, the thread of consistency that we're looking for. You're saying you're getting mixed signals. Mixed signals be, meaning what? This person is saying one thing and doing another? Yeah, saying one thing, doing another. Like the whole hot and cold situation. Do you know what I mean? 
Now explain that. Explain what you mean specifically about the hot and cold situation in your um, account. So the hot and cold situations, like, um, like one minute you want to be open, you know, when you ask a question, you want to be open and you answer it, and then one minute you're like, reserved. Do you know what I mean? Like, do you, do you get what I mean? Now, okay. So for example, if I'm asking you how's your day, how you been? And you just go, good, cool, steady. Just, you know, one word replies. It's like, well, first of all, you're in a different city to me. If you ask me how's my day, I'll be like, oh, okay. I've done this, I've done that. You know, this went well at work, that went well. Do you know what you, I mean? Now, are you, are you dating a man? Well, it looks like it. I'm dating a little No, No, okay, okay. Biologically, <laughs> is he a man? Yeah, he's a good. Okay, now let me <laughs> tell you this. I'm be honest with you. Okay. Men and women communicate a little differently. Now, if, now, now you might say some other signs, scenes, things that you were thinking about, but specifically on this subject. Now, you might need to find somebody with better communication. But specifically, I wish I wouldn't on my phone on Instagram. I, I should have went live on a different phone. I will show you my text threads. Guess what my text threads look like? Cool. All right. What time? <laughs> what day? All right, I'll be there. What else you need? <laughs> That's what my text threads look like. Like, ladies, let me say this to you, ladies, because because I love y'all, ladies, I love y'all. I ain't about to be motherfucking sending no paragraphs. But listen, there's certain men that but will do that. Voice notes? You just voice notes? No, no, person? no. I'm I specifically. I'm an in-person person. So you guys live in different cities, then, right? Mm -hmm. How far apart, like time-wise? An hour and a half. Yeah. Okay. So, how often do you, have you guys seen each other yet, like in person? Yeah. Um. Every weekend. That's the thing. That's the thing that pisses me off. Like, I've got no patience. Like, we've. I've invested like every weekend seeing you, and then when I'm not there, it's just like the effort is just not there. If you know what I mean. To. Okay. So carry on. You, you. Keyword. And I want you. And I'm not nitpicking. Mm -hmm. I'm not nitpicking. But I want. I want to give you. Uh, uh, I just want to bring attention to what you said. You said I've invested, invested mm -hmm. every weekend. Mm -hmm. He's invested weekends as well, right? Because you both were hanging out with each other, correct? Yeah. Okay. So just he's as you invested every weekend, then right? Quit, quit taking away from what he's done, okay? And so my point is this: you're two months in. And this man is carving out weekends for you. Now, I'm not sitting up here to defend him. You know Ace's team leave a dude. But at some point, unless you give me something that's like really concrete, on this one is maybe he doesn't communicate as rumbuxiously as you would like him to do via text messages. But okay. that's not super inconsistent for men. You said y'all speak every day. So it's not like you said he goes days without speaking to you it's just when he's texting sometimes it's short and what i'm saying is i think ladies read into it a little bit more because some men don't paragraph text now you're saying though that sometimes he does do it right mm. so out of the five days that you're texting bef before seeing him again how many days are short and how many days are normal texting? I don't know. I haven't really looked into it. 
Um, okay. I haven't really looked into it. But we did have an argument on the Monday, though, so we've not actually spoke this week. So, yeah. What you argue about? Well, there was this um, court thing. And, you know, this is why I don't like social media. Um, there was a snap on Instagram that he showed. But the way the woman, the blonde hair girl, was, like, stood, she was stood. Do you know what I mean? Like, you could tell the distance, the, the people in front of her was too far for her to be with that group of people. So when I asked, who did you go the car race with? He said, his friend. And this is the other thing. He never mentioned any of his name of him. Like, if you ask me, oh, okay, I'm going out with Melissa or I'm going out with Keisha. Do you know what I mean? I'll just say the names. But he said he doesn't see the point of mentioning his friends' names because um, I don't know them. Okay, valid point. But still, do you know what I mean? So when I asked him, who did you go with? He was like, oh, just my friend. So I said, who's your friend? As in, I wanted to know whether it was a female or a guy. Because the snap that I saw um, on his yeah. Instagram, she looked like she was stood with him. So my head, I was just like, nah. So hold on, hold on, hold on. You stay right there. <laughs> so hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So... So you you went Sherlock Holmes on him. So you you was like, Maybe, <laughs> did you zoom the pic? You zoom. It caught me off guard. It caught me off guard. So so he so he posted it on his Instagram feed. Or you just seen it on the story and snap? On on his story on snap. Okay, and you was like, did you screenshot the shit, or you just did you just you screenshotted it too? Oh shit! You was like, hold on, let me <laughs> so let I me. You had to get a second opinion. So you you had to get a second opinion. Hold on, hold on. I know they're not standing right next to each other, but they in the general vicinity. <laughs> Brother, you got about five feet. I need you to have a five-foot bubble before you you talk to, you know what I'm saying? It's clear y'all went together. Now, I know you ain't posted a look. He, you ain't posted up with him like this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, Instagram. This, <laughs> this is what she saw. The girl was like seven feet away, but she was like, hold on, but y'all look like this. No, she wasn't. She was All right, so hold on. Him. Now, now I'm gonna ask you a rhetorical question because we on YouTube and you ain't got an answer. Okay. Sound like, sound like y'all been doing a hanky panky, right? Y'all been doing some hanky panky, right? Some mm. some hanky panky. Now look, when you get some hanky panky, <laughs> you know when you get some hanky panky, you start getting a little territorial. <laughs> you start getting territorial. Now you now are you guys in an official relationship? Yes or no? No, I don't think right, so. but the hanky panky makes you feel like that that you got the right to be asking where you're going, who you with, who is this blind chick that's five feet away from you at this show. And and let me tell you something, I'm gonna be quite frank with you. <laughs> you're not gonna like this part. Go on, and I gotta say it. You've been talking to this man for two months. Mm -hmm. and um in my opinion you probably need to slow down a little bit you specifically okay because it seems like you're getting to, into relationship territorial mode far too early all right now i'm not saying ignore your red flags if this is enough for you to change your course and make different decisions when it comes to him or leaving him, dating somebody else, cool. But at this point, you can't, in my opinion, 
you can't this early be trying to dictate other people's actions and, and movements and, and, and giving them the third degree and screenshotting their pictures and shit. It's just not going to bode well for you. Now I get it. You like, you know, but, but Ace, he giving me the ding ding. And I'm like, I understand that. But that is where maybe you have to maybe draw the line. You're like, okay, I know we're not together, but since we doing this, this makes me feel like it's it's fair game for me to ask these questions and and inquire about why you being short in these text messages. Um, but if he doesn't feel that way, you're gonna have a disconnect, and that's probably why y'all ain't talking what five days. So my my and you're not gonna see him this weekend. So my point is, and this is something I've learned a long time ago, Miss Wright. And I'm a guy, so I'm I'm going to admit that I'm a guy and I handle things a little differently. <laughs> Look. I don't mess up. I don't mess up my uh my sneaky links. That's what we call them over here. You you ain't from America, right? No. Okay, we know. call them sneaky links. I don't mess up my sneaky links. Okay, those, those are, are we used to call them back in the day booty calls. I don't mess up <laughs> my booty calls. Uh, uh, I'm not about to mess up my booty call. I'm not about to mess up my booty call by being in my feelings too early. And sometimes you get in your feelings because you're like, but shit was so good. Which oh, who else she giving the shit to? And then you end up causing an argument, and then you're not seeing each other for a while. And so my my thing is this: let me let me just leave you with this. I, I know I've been joking, but I'm gonna leave you with this tangible advice. Tangibly, my advice to you is: when you're dating, especially in the first six months. So now that you're getting back to dating, in the first six months, a I would have a zero tolerance for bullshit type of thing. Okay. <laughs> for for one. Now, in your case, it doesn't seem like he actually brought bullshit to the table. Uh, if now there might be more that you're not telling me, but from what you told me, it doesn't seem like he's bringing bullshit. It might just be things you don't like here and there, but it ain't bullshit. But honestly, in the first six months, and everybody, everybody, I want you to remember this. Your job is to observate, not try to modify. Okay observate behaviors and you make adjustments but do not try to make them modify their behaviors early on because it comes across as a little pushy and it can come across as overstepping boundaries now that doesn't mean you stay and endure and if you are able to like in a tactful way like miss Wright, if you were able to be like tactfully i don't know how you would have did it but tactfully be like, you know, maybe two weeks after it happened, even though you knew it happened on that Monday, you hold it. Ladies, this is something I hold on, Miss Wright. I gotta say this before I get off of here. Ladies, this is something I feel like you guys can improve a little bit on. When y'all find out some shit, you gotta say it now. <laughs> and I'm do it too. But no, no, hold the shit, table it. Cause let me tell you this: a conversation when something is fresh. It's always a little bit more difficult to have because we're riled up with our emotions and our thoughts. And then they're like, oh, you girl, let me breathe. But sometimes if you hold something for a week or two, then you can confer with more people. You can get your emotions in check. And by the time you decide that you want to talk about it, you might be like, man, I was tripping anyway. And you don't bring it up. But even if you do, it sounds like a oh, by the way and not a big deal. 
So in your particular situation, if you had waited, it ain't like you caught him on Pornhub with this lady. Okay, he he literally was on a Snapchat. It was literally was the next day, like literally, like on the Sunday, I left, and then it happened. Like he went on that, and I was like, do you know what I mean? It just caught me off guard. So he went with a group, or just her? No, that's what I'm saying. I still ain't got at the bottom of it. It was just him and the uh, this other person, who was a friend. Um, hey, listen. Miss Wright, Miss Wright. And listen, y'all not gonna who ladies, y'all. I, I I know I'm about to hurt. Listen, Miss Wright, dating is a competitive sport. Ugh. It's a competitive sport. And you seem like for real, for real, it really just is. The the best man gets the girl, the mm. best girl gets the man. And I know a lot of you guys do not want to subscribe to that. You want to meet somebody and two weeks later, you want him to take all his chips off the table. But if I was giving this man advice, I would tell him you're single, you're dating, date who you want until you decide to be exclusive. Where you are messing up is you can't have sex with a man and still behave like you're single and let him behave like he's single. You can't do that. If you take sex out of this equation, you probably wouldn't have been tripping as much. You like, hold on, I was just over there and you just gave me this. And then next day you up here with this blonde girl, probably giving her the same dick. And then, <laughs> hold on, how I know you wait over there, giving her the dick. You supposed to be giving me. So my point is, look, Everybody, and I'm about to let you go because I gotta, I gotta, uh, I gotta. In, in, I'm gonna tell you about a culture. Um, you know, first of all, I love the you. Uh, so you, you're in the UK, you said. Yeah. I normally come every year, but. When are you COVID. coming? Huh? When are you well, coming? I don't know. Whenever they open the, well, they said uh, vaccinated people can come over there. I, I got both my shots, so you, I'm like. Have you grown huh? a third? They got third arm, yeah. I've, I've been had a never mind. <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing. <laughs> never mind. I ain't trying. Hey, listen, I ain't trying to get in trouble. Y'all be like, Ace is sexually harassing women on his live feed. Y'all know I be joking. You know what I'm saying? But anyway. But you come to London often. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nah. I, I'm actually, I, I actually come every year, almost every year. Um, Where? In London? Um, in London, is it? Or? I come. I come specifically in London. Oh, okay. So, I don't know what area I stayed in. I don't know the. I don't know the area. London's big though, so I it's big ass. Yeah, but I stay where all the shit is. What you mean? Is that makes, where the shit is? Like in the city all, of this, like the, in, in the, the middle city, of London. Where, yeah, where all the, all the stuff is. Right. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if that helps. Okay, so because oh. um, <laughs> you like it's a lot of stuff. All right, so look. All right, I, I got. Um, I might come. I might come this uh, this summer because I I normally only come in the winter, and when I do come in the winter, you guys don't have a day. Mm. It's no day. No. When I come in the winter, there's no day. Like yeah. the sun comes up at like nine a.m. and then it sets at like two or three. Yeah, I'm like, where where is the day at? Like there, no, there was you need no to come day. In the summer, yeah, winter yeah. shit over here. So uh, let me end it with this. Um, ladies, I know you're not going to like this, but I'm going to say it. Dating, dating is a competitive, uh, a competitive sport for real. And 
this doesn't mean you don't you you accept disrespect it doesn't mean that you accept lying or people being um blatantly deceptive with their actions but just as i would tell you there's levels you have dating you have exclusively dating you have engaged you have married so think about those four levels your situation fits in dating you're not even exclusively dating there's no understanding that he's only dating you and you are only dating him correct mm -hmm. but you are getting upset right that mm -hmm. he's possibly dating other people when there's no arrangement between you guys that that's what you were going to do now you can get in your feelings and be like man f it but i'll tell you this you know or you can realize shit dating is a competitive sport the best woman will win and one thing i will say about guys we realize that like i mean and women do too but i'm specifically saying on a normal basis a guy realizes that when i meet a woman she probably got plumber paul she probably got friends friend zone freddie <laughs> she probably got, she she probably got tall ass trevor you know what i'm saying like she got all these men like you know what i'm saying like that's and you true, gotta, that's true. I'm gonna lie. yeah and you gotta <laughs> out compete them you gotta show her that's why guys do why you think we do all the things we do we get your roses take you to nice places bring our best jokes we're trying to wow you and show you that we're better than the rest of your options but i feel like women on the other hand shy away from that and like i said i'm i understand where you're coming from i'm not i'm if you had told me that you guys were in a relationship then i would be on your side but this man Not just went here. out where, where did he go where did you see the picture at on instagram on his snap where were they at i don't even know some some racetrack thing um i think yorkshire Damn. like Ooh. yeah was it horse racing no it's a racetrack so um you have like your cars and whatnot and you race around with them oh like go-kart no not like go-kart like you've got like your lambos your ferrari your gts oh so it was test drive them out mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh. so i expected that to be like uh, you and your boy kind of thing do you know what i mean oh he is you with he is you with i'm going with a friend mm -hmm. So if you're going on a date, oh. just say so. Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I but I mean, there is some code of ethics. You know, here's the thing. Even if in the beginning I'm dating multiple people, I respect you enough to not have it in your face. Thank you. But, exactly. So, so That's maybe what I'm tripping about like the disrespect. Do you know what I but, mean? But the, but 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 okay. Before I gotta say this before we move on. So okay, the mic is the girl. Okay. So, was he like this in the picture? No. <laughs> like this? No, he was being, no. Where? He wasn't in the picture. He wasn't in, it was a video. It was a video. So she was stood in front. He was um snapping the GT going past. And as it goes past there, you see the girl standing in front of him. Oh, girl, you freeze framed. You freeze framed the video? Girl. Listen, I, I just needed to get that checked, okay? I needed to get it checked by my girls in case I was tripping or overthinking. Miss Wright, Miss Wright, you freeze framed the video. Miss Wright, <laughs> you said I thought it was a picture. No, 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 
No, it was a video. And he, she was in the video. How many seconds? <laughs> I don't know. She was, it was she was like, she was like, hold on, hold on, hold on let me go back. Hold on. Is that <laughs> who is Miss Wright? Do you can you you can see how if you approached him by that by that <laughs> he come across a little investigative, you know, a little investigative. Blonde hair girl shouldn't be in the video. Well, she is she in the video? She, so yeah. you don't even know what she looked like. I don't know. I just got her back. So you just only know you just seen the back of her head. You like oh, mm -hmm. oh shit. Who is who is she? <laughs> oh, <it's> <laughs> Listen, I've been playing too many times. I'm divorced. I don't need to play games. Like, do you know what I mean? If you're seen or other people, do you know what I mean? It's just I'm a very that short patient. So okay, let me let me end it. Let me end it like this. Um, I do understand where you're coming from and I know how difficult it is. Ladies, my advice would be if you start dating people, understand that it's it's a little competitive, especially if you're going after the top of the pack. Now, if you're dating people nobody wants, you won't have these problems. So, Miss Wright, let me give you some advice. Date more ugly dudes. You know, you won't even have no problem. You date ugly dudes, well, you won't even have to work. Now, you know what, though? No, the side note, them ugly dudes cheat too. They cheat with the best of them too. I, I don't understand why. I don't understand why. But my point is, when you start going after the top of the pack, for men and women, if I go reach out to a woman that's at the top of the pack, I know I have to blow her out the water for her to say, I'm going to give up all my other options. It's just, you just know that. I come in there knowing that. That's why dudes be flexing. Yeah, girl, let me let me get this plane. I'm listen, I'm gonna get you this plane ticket. We're gonna meet in Cancun type. That's why dudes be doing stuff like that. You know, so girl, yeah, I'm gonna come on with blah blah, but we're gonna fly, fly to Dubai. Or I don't even uh, is that what call <laughs> Dubai? We're gonna fly to Dubai and we're gonna go to the Salt Bay restaurant. He's gonna do all this on your motherfucking lamb chop. Yeah, that's what <laughs> that's what dudes be doing because because we know if you meet that woman that that is like that you feel like it's a little out your lead, you know she know it too, and you gotta blow out the water. Hold on, two seconds. You stay right there. Hold on, Instagram, y'all stay right there. I gotta uh, I gotta enter this draw for these sneakers. So I'm gonna pause y'all. It's a big deal. Listen, I wear sneakers. It's a big deal. Um, I just can't miss out on these Flint Sevens. Um, but yeah, that's my advice to you. So Miss Wright, I do appreciate you coming on my show. Um, hold on, Instagram. Let me go ahead. I gotta do this real quick. Hold on, Miss Miss Wright, stay right there. What time is it over there? Um, three o'clock in the afternoon. Three o'clock? That ain't bad. What that time is it over there? Um, it's early. It's like it's just turned ten. Okay. All right, hold on. I'm all, okay. Did I enter? Yep, I'm joined. Now I can go back. All right, y'all. I'm back. I had to enter for this draw for these shoes. But all right, Miss Wright, you enjoy the rest of your day. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right, peace. <laughs> hey. All right, who on deck? Who ready? So we got uh, DC. We got, is it Fabiana? Girl, I cannot pronounce you. Okay. So DC and Fabiana, you guys are up next, okay? So just give me two seconds. And we're going to make this quick because I got I gotta, a phys I gotta work out and stuff today. I ain't hit the gym yet. Um, so uh, no, I, I have to talk about this, though. I have to talk about this. <sighs> Ladies. 
ladies, real talk. I know you feel like every guy you talk to at the moment they ask you out on the first date immediately cuts off everybody else they've talked to and are talking to. But all I'm saying is that's unrealistic to think. And even the men you thought did that, they probably really didn't. Just as you probably didn't either. Now, this doesn't mean that they don't like you or you don't like them. It just means they don't know you enough yet. Like, you know how many times I've given up my little squad had to go scramble to get their asses back? Oh, that's the worst feeling of the world. You think some shit go work out and then it don't. And now you done told all the girls you was talking to that you can't talk to them no more. And then you got to come back to them with your tail between your legs and shit. Talk about how to be my friend again. And women, you guys have done, done it too. So it's like sometimes you have relationships and friendships or even situationships that you value that, you know, it's not that you have a romantic interest in those people. Obviously, if you did, you'd be with them. Or or you're talking to somebody and there's potential there, but you're a shrewd person and you don't put all your eggs in one basket. Now, I want to make this, this clear to everybody. I am not talking about if you're in a committed relationship. I am not talking about if you decided to be exclusively dating each other. I'm saying if you're dating, date. Why are you only dating one guy at a time? I don't under, I don't understand that logic. The reason I say that is because it is a numbers game. Like think about it. <laughs> it's the truth. You got 10 people you like. Well, 10, that might be it. That's a large number. Let's just say five. You got five people you like. One of them you're going to find out is a fuck boy. One of them going to have a secret girlfriend or marry and you got to get rid of them. One of them ain't going to like your ass back. And then you got two. Then one of them is under six foot and you're like, I ain't fucking with him because he's short. And then you get to one. Okay? You get to one. And then he still might be lying to you about who he is. And so my point is when you keep your options open, it protects you. It protects you from overinvesting in the wrong person too soon and ladies how many times have you done that put all your motherfucking eggs in this one motherfucking basket and it don't work out and now you done lost six months of potentially finding somebody else and you do not have to lie to people we know what's up we know what's up listen first of all if a guy asks you if you're talking to other people then you got to question that man's confidence level okay be honest with you I'd never sit and ask a woman with whom I'm not in a relationship with or on the cups of being in a relationship with her if she's talking to other guys. You know why? Because I don't even want my motherfucking feelings hurt. It's it's like that's the that's the dating equivalent of asking a person you're sleeping with if you're the best they've ever had. Now, let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. The answer is no. <laughs> okay. Unless, unless you like, unless you, I mean, unless you got that wop, wop, wop. I mean, and it gotta be like, the answer is no, you know, you're not, but why would you, why would you put me in a position where I have to say that the same is true. I feel with dating in the beginning is you can inquire about whether they're talking to other people, maybe on a serious level, inquire about whether they're in a relationship, but if you're inquiring about who else they're talking to or who else they hang out with in the beginning of a dating situation, 
um a if you're insecure the truth is really just gonna hurt your motherfucking feelings for real but then two it kind of shows that man that you're insecure about that and i'll tell you one thing a lot of men don't really like that and then women you won't like that either you know if a guy were he on a date with you worried about who the fuck else you be talking to like that don't even i mean that's not a it's not attractive i'll say this last last thing it's i don't know if it's is it psychological is the word we be wanting we want what we think we can't have more like the more the person seems like they have options the more we want them okay i can't explain it i maybe that's just for guys but if i know other people want you and you have options for whatever reason i want you more and vice versa so i feel like telling people that you ain't got options and you're not sought after doesn't even help you gain them the way you want to gain them and seduce them the way you want to seduce them so that's my opinion about that i haven't really formulated it ain't like i went to school for that 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 portion so maybe i don't make sense but in my head i make sense you know why because i used to date a lot of people so it worked out for me okay so i don't know maybe work out for you all right so dc what's up talk to me hi i don't know if you can hear me uh-huh okay how you doing i'm doing good how are you i'm okay so my question or my situation is so i've been dating exclusively someone it's about to be nine years actually in august um i've always made it clear that i do want a marriage um i do not want children unless i'm married uh and so you know the relationship is good he's a good person he definitely elevated himself from the time that we've met um but now i'm getting to the point where i'm getting impatient like where's the question where's the marriage every time we talk about it at first it was you know it's kind of early this was like maybe year five i was never pressuring him early on you know i still had a lot that i wanted to do in my life i wanted to go to school i wanted to get my career together um so around year five i started to lay the pressure on like what's going on what's the plan if you're not with this let me move on um i just have a lot that i want to do i want to do i want to do i want to do a lot okay um i used to try to get him to go back to school because i knew he wasn't happy in the current job that he had at the time he wasn't ready school's not for me blah 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 okay um all of a sudden last year he decided he wanted to go to nursing school that's great. I'm happy for him. He wants to get his bachelor's in nursing school. I have my graduate degree. I just started in my official dream career job. I'm good. I'm saving up for a house. I'm trying to do my thing. Um, at this point, I feel like we're not on the same level when we're moving up. You know, I'm I'm ready for marriage. I'm ready for children. I'm in my 30s. My GYN just told me that I have officially reached elderly stage where it might be hard for me to have children when I am ready. Um, and now it's, okay, well, I want to get married, but school is a big focus for me right now. Let's wait till I graduate. That's that's another three years. Um, I don't know. You know, why wouldn't he try that line? I mean, you waited nine. <laughs> you, 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 you said I made it clear to him that I wanted to be married. 
how did you make it clear? You must have made it clear with your words and not your actions. You mm. said year five, you set him down. You said, hey, we got to do this, yada, yada, yada. And four years later, you still there. I mean, so my point is you crying wolf a lot. You crying wolf a lot and you ain't doing nothing about it. And then you're getting upset that he ain't moving when you talking. Because why would he? Why would he take you serious if at this point you ain't did nothing about it in nine years? So what's another three years to a person he feels ain't going nowhere? The thing about it is I understand you looking at him and you're saying, hold on, stop it. My back. You got to know my dog. <laughs> I know you're looking at him and you're saying, you got to do this. You got to do this. You should. You. I want you to. But what you going to do? What what you going to do about it? Right. You understand. I'll be honest. Yeah. Sorry. My fear. Huh. And I think that's a lot of people's fear is you see a lot of men, you leave them and then they get it together with another person. And you're like, oh, hell no. Good for him. My, you are reaping my benefits, girl. Like, <laughs> Listen, good for him. Because he is a good person. Good, horrible, good, you good. know what I'm saying? He has the potential good. to be an amazing husband. Good for Father him. And all that. Good for him and good <laughs> for whoever else he be with. Yeah. Listen, you ain't got to leave this situation for one. I'm not even suggesting that that's what you should do, but just giving you this hypothetical. You ain't got to leave this situation and hope that he fall on his face. That's what hurt people do. I don't Heal want that for do. him. Right, because you're, you're a healed person. So when you leave, you want the best for him. But here's right. the thing. You said you want to be married. You want to be married has nothing to do with him. You know why? Because you wanting to be married it's to a qualified person that can be a husband and wants to be one. If he doesn't want to be that, then you have to find somebody that does. But you're married, you're married to the idea of being married to that one particular person more than you are married to the idea of being married. Mm -hmm. If you've been, here's the sad part about this. And I'm going to just be blunt about it. You gave your entire 20s. I did. And I told him that. I did. Telling him that, what that going to do? No, we I'm saying like, yeah, I, I, yeah, I know yeah. that. Why don't you yeah. tell yourself that? And then be motivated to do something about it. You're putting a ball in his court. And he's already shown you over nine years that he ain't ready to shoot the shot. And you up there waiting and every moment you wait, you are losing precious moments of your youth. You are. We give our youth to people that ain't sure if they want to love us past it. You only had one chance to be 20 and it's gone. And you don't want to look around and and now you mid 30s and this don't work out. And now you got to go back and try to find somebody at 34. Think about it. If he's around the same age as you, once he gets his little nursing degree, he'll be 32, 33, 34. He's still in good shape to date. Let's just be honest. Let's be honest about it. He ain't in a rush yeah. because his his biological clock don't tick. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like my mother said that. <laughs> yeah. So, like, well, you know, I mean, yeah. he, 
if 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 you stay there, let's pretend you did stay for the three the three more years. The three more years. He he gets his degree. He decides he doesn't really want to marry you. It was good while it lasted. You go both go back into the dating market. It's good for him, for you at 34, not so much. That's the yeah. honest truth about it. Yeah. And so the one thing that I want to say to you is I understand the investment. It's been nine years. You don't want to walk away from nine years of work. I understand that. But if he don't know if he wants you by now, be honest with you, he probably never will. You're not in love. You're in layaway. He has you in layaway. He don't want to buy you. He don't want nobody else to have you, though. So he keeping you out of the view of other prospective buyers. There is a person, if you left at year five, if you had left at year five, probably by now you will, you probably would have been married. And I just don't want you to keep duplicating this. This man had nine years, nine years times 365 days. Do the math on that. That's, that's dang near 3,000 days, yo. Times 24 hours, yo. You're talking about almost 100,000 hours that this man had an opportunity to say, I want to spend the rest of my life with you. And every opportunity, he said no. Every one of those hours, he decided he'd rather lose you than to commit to you. And you knew that. You knew he'd rather lose than to marry you. But you didn't want to forfeit the potential of eventually him get himself together. He's 30 something and just now going back to school. And you got your graduate. You didn't level up together. And so my point is. If you have been in a nine year relationship and you're 30, that means you got in a relationship when you were 21. Now I'm 34. Yeah, I know. I see even worse. Oh, sis. <laughs> Oh no, sis. sis. I said that before. Sis. I know. Sis. I know. Sis. No. 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 I know. No. Don't post me on Instagram. This is embarrassing. <laughs> no, it ain't embarrassing. But don't come on my show then. No, I'm not gonna. I, no, if, <laughs> now, here's the thing. I would edit. Like I edit uh I edit like the bad stuff out, trust me. I'm not uh I'm not the other guy that 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 uh oh, yeah. on mm -hmm. shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, hey, not for real. I, what I do is I'll find like a portion of the question, but I take okay. I take all the other stuff out, and then I I try to just have me talking for a two minutes. Yeah, trust me, trust okay. me. Because <laughs> I was editing a video the other day, I was like, "Ooh, it'd be juicy if I kept this shit in there." And I was like, "Nah, nah, I ain't gonna do that." Um, but yeah. I know. I'm 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 getting there. I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you my advice. Okay. And this ain't gonna be what you want to hear, but I just feel like it's really great advice. Ooh, no, no. All right, I gotta give you my uncle Ace advice. 
it's getting to a trifling level. It's trifling. You know that do y'all use that word in your family? It's yeah. trifling. You know <laughs> mm-hmm. how like you can not do a couple dishes and it can sit there overnight. Mm-hmm. But like if it's a sink full of dishes and you don't do it for three or four days, it's mm-hmm. trifling. Now it's flies and shit, the whole house stink. <laughs> right now, it's at that level where it's trifling. If this man can look at you knowing you're 34 and still hold the prospect of marrying you. He talking about marrying you when you're 37. And listen, I don't understand. Um, is he is he black? Yes. Listen. Black, black. Now, Caribbean. Listen, I, I'm gonna tell you this. I can't I can't speak for other cultures, like because I only know our culture. Yeah. You know, I've only dated black women. Um, so you know, I've I grew up in the hood. I went to school with all black people. So I can only speak for our culture. But it's so acceptable in our culture to do that. Yeah. Like she has to build you up, make you better for 10, 12, 13 years before you decide to think about giving her a ring. Yeah. That's the sad part about it. It really is. And luckily in your instance, you ain't had to endure a, a copious amount of pain. But there are women that's been in their relationships for nine, 10 years that have endured infidelity, endured kids on the side, endured abuse. And it's like, eventually he'll decide to put a ring on it after 12 years. That ain't how the shit is supposed to work. And I'll say this, because I love you, I got to be honest with you. And I know this is going to sound bad, but I want you to take this and be empowered by it. You're allowing it to happen. Yeah. And I know that sounds bad. It makes it seem like you have some responsibility in it, but you do. Now, understand the difference between responsibility and fault. I'm not faulting you. Shit, I don't care who's to blame, but it's your life, your responsibility. And the moment you grab hold of that idea, you realize that you have the power to do something different. If, hold on. Yo, I wish I could show you my dog right now, bro. Like my dog is really He's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's trying to chew on my 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 light cord. Man, oh. I know. I just start letting the dog sleep out at night too. So he he's doing oh. good. Right. He's six months now. So Aww. Yeah. yeah. He's big. Yeah. Yeah, he, Do you believe in ultimatums? No. Okay. <laughs> no men believe in ultimatums. Like if you ask a man, like they'll always it don't say that. work. It don't it work. It don't work. Okay. And listen, especially from you, because <laughs> I wouldn't even believe late. your ultimatum. Yeah, I wouldn't even believe your ultimatum. Like for real, for real, I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> now, ooh. Be honest. Being, it's okay. I'm being I'm being honest and I'm yeah. gonna be tactful about it. If I were him. In my head, I'd be like, where the fuck else she gonna go? And I'd operate from that mode. Like, right. what the fuck? 34? Uh, what the, where the fuck else she gonna go? We done been together 10 years. She ain't going nowhere. I wouldn't even take you serious. I'd be like, you've done it before and you still stay. You still gonna stay. I'll 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 marry you when I'm good damn ready. 
And that's what I do. And you know what? I feel like that has a really great chance of working. You know why? <laughs> because you've been here for nine years. I'd, I'd hang my hat on that. And if you so thought you had the power to leave, I'd wait until you actually left and was gone for a little bit before I even conceded. But I only concede to get you back, not to actually give you what you want. And so my point is, this is what men do. You know how I know? Because I am one. And I've done it before. Not in the same similar sense, but you'd have to come to me. You can't give people ultimatums when you don't have any negotiation power. Like, you've shown your hand so many times that he know you ain't walking away from the table. So I'm not going to operate like you will. And that's why it's important for us. And this is sidebar, ladies. It's important for people, you to establish that, oh, I'll walk the fuck away from this early on in a relationship. <laughs> because somebody has to operate under the understanding that if they do some fuck shit or if they being trifling, because this is what it is. Nine, be honest, DC, DC nine years is pretty trifling. Like I was under the assumption that when you were first talking about it, that it was nine years, but you guys started dating when you were 18 or 20. And so that there was no, for the, for the first half of it, there was no real, real chance of real success for marriage. Like, you know, when people are 18, 19, they're just dating just to date. You know what I'm saying? Right. But no, if you're 34, that means you met at 25, right? Yeah. But I wasn't ready. I, w I did. That wasn't, that was nowhere. But I mean, it was in the back of my mind that, yes, I do know I want to be married, but I didn't bring the conversation up. I did. I mean, I asked him if he wanted to be married, but that was his end goal in life, you know, because I wasn't going to date someone that didn't have at least the same goals as me. Um, but as far as like letting him know, like, I want to get married and when we going to ring shopping or this is the kind of ring I want or this is this. I didn't start that conversation till I felt ready, which was about year four or five for me okay. personally because i felt like there was just so much going on in my life that even if he would have asked me to marry him year three i probably would have said no or maybe just postpone it or something because i just wasn't mentally i had a lot happening that i just wasn't so, even thinking about marriage even though i was 25 <laughs> so you know just for me so this tells you how important foundation is mm -hmm. When the foundation isn't laid right, mm -hmm. then there's a, a chance for discomfort. There's a chance for confusion. There's a chance for wasted time. Right. Getting in a relationship for me is should have a clear goal with an expected timeline. Um, when you go and you get a go on a job interview and you pass the job interview, right? And then they put you on a 90-day probationary period, right? And if you successfully complete these tasks within 90 days, you get offered a job in the full-time benefits. Okay. Before then, you don't really got it. You guys have been on a probationary period for 90 days, uh, nine years. You know what I'm saying? Nine years. Nine years without benefits, security, everything. Because you didn't set off and say, okay, I'm I'm ready to be married, therefore I'm dating. 
You said, I'm going to date and then see if I'm ready to be married. That's the difference. And I want everybody to understand that. Only date when you know you're ready to be married. When you're ready to take advantage of the moment if it presents themselves. That's what success means. Success means preparation meets opportunity. This is why, you know, for the vast majority of my 20s, I didn't date anybody. And I don't want to sound, and I'm just saying this, I don't want to sound conceited. But I just got to tell you, if I didn't, if I had a relationship in my 20s, I wouldn't be, you know, it would have slowed me down. It would have slowed me down. Taking those 20s from 21 to 30 to say, I'm not going to seriously entertain relationships. I'm going to dive fully into my business, growing, this, that, and other. Now, entering the dating field, I'm well off. You know, I'm establishing my career. You know, I make money when I sleep. I don't even have to do shit to make money. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can take vacations whenever. And if I have children, I wouldn't be able, I wouldn't have to work 20 hours just to provide for them. You know what I'm saying? I could take them to school, come back, do these videos, pick them up from school, et cetera, et cetera. Because I prepared my life before starting to date. Then when I got and I said, okay, I want to start to date. Now the dating pool for me was a lot because I ain't no broke ass dude. You know what I'm saying? I got my head on together, straight, yada, yada, yada. So my point is, I know this is giving you advice that you can't apply because you already have passed that mode, right? But for everybody else watching, please be ready. Be ready before you start to date. Because if you're dating before you're ready, what you're doing is just wasting time and taking your focus off of growing you to where you can be ready. Think about it. If that man didn't get a a relationship with you at 25, maybe by 28, he would have been ready for marriage. Maybe he would have went, but you guys probably live together, right? No, not live together. I did not want to. I, I have a fear of living together with him and him getting really comfortable. So oh, yeah, I opted out great. of that. He wanted to live together. I opted out of that. That's great. That's great. Okay, so to get too comfortable, <laughs> he's already comfortable, but like extra comfortable, and I'm doing all the wifely duties, and he's just, you know, dragging yeah. his feet. So I didn't want to do that. Yeah. So I opted um, out of that. So let me end it by this, by saying this. I understand where you're coming from completely. Um, I know this is a double standard, but I'm going to repeat it one more time. A man at 34, I'm not so worried about. A woman at 34, I am. Yeah. And I'm saying that with care, and I don't want anybody on here making it seem like, you know, I'm, I'm being ageist. I think that's a word. No. Discriminate. No. But it's it's just the reality of it. Yeah. You know, it's science. Well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just the reality. And it's like, yeah. you know, the the older you get um for women and men, I mean a man get to 40, you know, it's it get a little harder for him too. Right. But but I'm specifically saying when it comes to child having child rearing. Now people are having children in their 40s. Um, they are for real. They really are. I, I used to work at a hospital. Them, them ladies got pregnant every time I turned around, and it was, it was like, <laughs> how old are you? 
42 i'm like all right <laughs> so i don't want you to think there's a rush there but i just i wouldn't want to just roll the dice on three more years and being 37. Right. you know what i'm saying i wouldn't um so and, and to answer your question i don't believe in ultimatums but i believe in telling people how you feel and telling them what you're gonna do and not making it contingent on what they do this can be a conversation and being like hey listen I love you. I appreciate you. And this nine years have been amazing. Um, to be honest with you, I'm scared about what I'm about to say next because I don't really know if it's the best decision or not. But in my gut, I just feel like I have to move on. Um, as much as, again, that I love you, when I think about being with you nine years and you really think it's okay for us not to be married I just that just bothers me and so for that reason I'm going to open back up my options now that doesn't mean I'm abandoning you that doesn't mean that I won't talk to you if you cool with talking but it just means I'm opening up my options um so that's not closing the door on us it's just opening other doors to see if other people are ready to take it to the next level where i'm trying to get to and i call it informing people of what the fuck we about to do <laughs> instead right. of like giving them a choice because right. the last thing you want to do is force somebody to be married when they don't want to right that's what yeah. i don't want absolutely yeah yeah but all right you do your thing I thank got, you I'm so it. much yeah no problem Peace. all right bye all right fabiana my bad you still there oh. Yeah. Hi. Hey, my bad. Hey, how are you? I'm fine, and you? I'm doing so good. So nice to talk with you. Oh, what's up? Wow. Tell me, tell me your story. So, um, I've been um with someone since uh November of 2019. Mm-hmm. But, um. Before that, we we was um, best friends for three years before we start dating. Um, but now, like every time we sp we spoke about relationship, and he's saying that he's single and he want to he want to um, grow for like. Grow like a man. I'm sorry, my English is not very, not you good. Uh, very good. Yeah. <laughs> so when um, I speak with him about relationship, in in my end, he said that um, I'm only allowed to speak with him if I want to be in a relationship. Sorry, if I'm I want to be in a relationship with him, I, uh, I'm not allowed to speak with anyone. I'm not allowed to stay with anyone. This is like um, on uh, this conversation was on uh, uh, January of 2000. 2000? Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. No, like. We start, we start speaking about a relationship. In 2000, like, like 1999, 2000? Or no, 2020. Uh, 
2020, sorry. Okay. 2020, yeah. Um, so we start to speak about relationship. But he said to me that I'm not allowed to speak with anyone. And yeah, but after that, uh, I start to see that he was with, with other women. And what when I spoke with him and I said, I'm not comf comfortable with that, he said that uh, we're not in relationship, in a relationship yet and uh, we're not uh, uh, married. Uh, I'm saying like uh, in my head, uh, my my thought is, is telling me that he is toxic. He's a, a man that is toxic because of the behavior that he's been uh, showing me. Yeah. But on other hand, he is like protective. When I need to speak with him, he's there with me. And can I, when can I stop you real quick? Can I stop yeah, you? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah, very complicated. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you an example. All right. Yeah. Let's say I have roses in this hand, right? Yeah. And in this hand, I have shit, like literal shit in this hand, right? Yeah. So I have yeah. roses in one hand and shit in the other, and I said, yeah. the only way you can get these roses is if you take the shit off my hands as well. Are you are yeah. are you do you are you gonna take the shit with the roses? Right. So, All right. So 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 my point is, most of y'all like hell no. I don't I don't want the roses that bad to where I'm gonna take the shit like the actual poop out your hand as well. And so what I'm saying is, you said on one hand I know he's toxic. Yeah. That's like somebody saying, in one hand, I have shit. But, like, once you say, in one hand, hand, you have shit, I don't really care what's yeah. in the other hand. And so, right. what you need to do is understand that once you establish that you feel like someone is toxic, and toxic is in the eye to beholder. You know, this person can be untoxic to another person. But for you, you're like, it's toxic because of the way he not necessarily treats me, but the things he does and says to me, the way he operates, the way he disregards my feelings, the way he makes me feel unimportant, yada, 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 that's toxic. And you can't reason your way out of that. You can't say, well, I know he got shit in his one hand, but his rose is in the other. No. Right. And I'll say this. People will only do to you what you allow them to do. They only really will. Right. And I'll and I'm gonna say this to you, because you seem really mild spirited and kind hearted. So I'm gonna say this: the personality you have, you have to be extra careful. You got to be extra careful with the people you kind of yoke, you know, yoke with, because it doesn't seem like you know, it doesn't seem like you, you know, you know, some people you just know not to fuck with. You don't, you have the very nice, inviting, I don't like drama, I'm going to stay away from conflict, I don't want to make anybody upset vibe, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. And my advice going forward is get a little pinch of don't fuck with me. You know, because right now he's talking to you like you fuckable, like fuckwittable. And and like you don't listen, you talking about talking about you know, you mess with other girls, but I, I can only only talk to you. No. Okay, I'm about to go call up. I'm calling up Jamal right now. So my point is, look, in this situation, I know I know it's difficult because you want him. You know, this is a guy yeah. you like. Right? Yeah. Um is he the only guy that lives in your town or city? No. All right, so no. far active. Start acting but like he it. he's not he's not even here. Just uh, he's not even here. He's on another country. He moved. Oh like, no! Three, three months ago. Okay then. So what, what the fuck else y'all got to talk about? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know how to to. I'm I'm in love with him. That's how uh, because I I I. I'm used to watching your 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 videos like for four years. I'm using to watching your videos right. and how you talk about the 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 type of men that uh, playing with the woman and he knows me, you know. Mm-hmm. He knows me. He know he know my traumas and I know the the thing about him too. But he know the the the. This, the weak spot, you know, when I try to talk with him, to try to speak with him about that type of things, about uh, me and him, he always put on something uh, that hurt me. But when he's doing that, he's being um, romantic. Like when he's hurting me, he's been like romantic, you know, that type mm-hmm. of man. You know what that is? Um, that's manipulation. It's it's manipulation. And I want you to understand yeah. this. Love doesn't hurt. If Correct. you get in a relationship, it doesn't mean that you won't be hurt. But what hurt you wasn't love. That was somebody's selfishness. That was somebody's ego. That was somebody's pride. That was somebody's anger. That was somebody's manipulation. Love doesn't hurt though. And people won't use love to manipulate you. That's not love. That's manipulation. And at this point, you keep saying, okay, when we talk, when we talk, when we talk, when we talk, I'd be having my mind up. I'd be trying to do this. But when we talk, he know the buttons to press. Quit giving him the options to press those buttons. Just like he knows the buttons, you know the buttons too. You know where you are weak at. You know where you are vulnerable at. You know the voice that you have. And quit giving him access into that room to be able to press that button. Every time you call him to talk about the decision you want to make to leave, this is when he's going to press those buttons and manipulate you into staying. So the thing you need to do is cut off that communication. Ladies. Talking is how you got into this entanglement. Quit thinking you can talk your way out of it. Sometimes you got to talk with your walk. You guys are talking instead of walking. Quit talking your heart away. Because every time you talk, you give it to them. You can walk away. I know you want it to be a consensus. You want him to decide that he thinks it's best for y'all to go y'all separate ways too. But he's not going to do that. You know why? Because you are his cake. 
and he gets to eat it too. He gets the best of both worlds. He gets you when it's convenient for him and he can disappear when it has to, he has to put in work. Yeah, he can be hot and cold, but that's what manipulators do. He, he can't be horrible 100% of the time because then you wouldn't be there. So you know what he going to do? Even though he offering you shit, every now and again, he going to throw you a bone. Right? Every now and again, he going to give you some words of encouragement. And let me tell you something. In those toxic relationships, the bar is set so low that shit, all he got to do is give you one compliment to make you feel like he really cares. He ain't even got... Because the bar is so low. So my point is this. You said you loved him. And I get that. But how much do you love yourself? And that's rhetorical. Because loving him, you're so willing to bend to what he wants and what he needs and what he's doing and so understanding and forgiving and chance giving. But why don't you give yourself another chance? At being happy again, being whole again, another chance at loving the right person this time. So all in all, my advice to you is you got to know when it's time to talk and when it's time to walk. You two are past the talking phase. Man. Talking ain't really working for you. Boy, he probably got a good mouthpiece on him, too. He'd be like, yeah, I'm about to leave you. Hey man, it's okay, man. I'm gonna get it together. You know, you know I love you, girl. You know what I'm saying? You know I got it. You know I got your back. You know I'm going through some shit. You know, but I'm gonna be there for you. And you be like, you, you promise? Yeah, girl, I promise. Y'all gotta quit allowing these men to talk y'all out of y'all decisions. <laughs> and you gotta do that by walking away, ladies. Walk away. Yeah. Walk away. All right, so you enjoy your, yeah. uh, your day, okay? Thank you. No? Thank you. All right, no problem. Okay. Peace. All right, listen, I know we got a few more people on here. So we got Kim, Grace, Miss Green, and uh, Kim said, I don't want to be on. I'm just watching. What the fuck are you talking about? Okay. Um, And then um, we got another person. Celeste, is it? Maybe that's how you pronounce it. So listen, what I'm going to do is I got to. I got to bounce. I got to go to this little workout thing. Um, I'm doing these every day, though. So don't don't feel like just because I, I get long winded. I need to figure out how I can not give, be long winded. But I be so invested in people's stories. I don't want to feel like I'm rushing them. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, people be trying a whole, whole bunch of time to finally get to talk to me one on one. And I don't want to rush through it. You know what I'm saying? So you other people that's on here. I, I got a good memory, though. So if I see y'all next time, I'm going to pick on y'all first. Okay? Sound good? Don't be mad at me. I know y'all like, uh-uh, hey, he's on the way 40 minutes. Uh-uh, you better call on me. But next time, I promise I got y'all. All right? Thank y'all. I'll holler at you later. Peace.